Hello, I'm Mario Taniguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast, taking care of business today with Mark von Schelwitz, who is VP Western for Restaurants Canada. Thanks for joining us today, Mark. My pleasure, Mario. Well, tough times for the restaurant industry here in the last few years through uh, through COVID, COVID and uh, post-pandemic. Now, we're facing less than a week uh, the repayment deadline of their uh, Canada emergency business account loans. Tell us, Mark, uh, from what you folks are seeing at Restaurants Canada, how many businesses are are going to be in trouble come next week on January 18th? Well, you know, we've had over 80% of our industry take out SIBA loans. And according to our latest Outlook survey from Restaurants Canada, we've got about one in five uh, that are not in a position to be able to pay off their SIBA loans in full. And the reason for that, Mario, as you know, is, uh, you know, since the pandemic, where we took out these loans to keep our lights on, to keep people employed, uh, we took on market debt as well as SIBA loans. And of course, interest rates have gone up. And uh, we've had all these economic headwinds since the pandemic as well. You know, you've got huge inflationary costs or overall operating costs are up about 20%. Yet menu inflation is only up about 6% because we can't pass on all those costs onto our value conscious guests. Uh, so then you've got uh, labor shortages and you've uh, got government mandates as well. You know, things like the carbon tax, all in- impacting costs uh, of doing businesses. And, you know, when we have labor shortages like we do right now, we've got a lot of our operators that are only working at about 80 percent capacity because they just don't have the staff yeah. uh, to be able to operate at full capacity. And that's leading to a lot of burnout as well. So we, we do have a, a situation where about one in five restaurants say, you know, this could be. Uh, the issue that that puts them over the edge, as we already saw last year, Mario, we had a, a big increase in bankruptcies, up 89% in the restaurant industry in the first six months. Just wow. all those cumulative effects of all the debt and, and, the, and the current operating challenges are really putting a financial strain on already a low margin, high, high labor intensive business. So when you look at those one in five, what does that translate to? How many businesses? Well, we've got close to 100,000 businesses in Canada, 12,000. So we're literally talking thousands of businesses that could be impacted by this. And the frustrating thing, Mario, that we have in this is sort of like we've been working with the federal government on on an extension. In fact, when they were showing that they were a little bit reticent to do an extension, we said, well, how about we do a win-win? And we actually put together a 36-month proposal that for every six months, you lose 5% of the forgivable portion. So there's an incentive there for our members to pay back as soon as possible, but also gives them the runway to to be able to pay this over a longer period of time and make sure that, uh, you know, they're not forfeiting on these loans. And and right now we've got a a lot of pressure. I mean, I heard from an Alberta member last week who couldn't get refinancing through their bank. They had to go to one of these these third-party lenders, and they were going to charge like 30% interest, which uh, is just untenable. So yeah. uh, so they've lost their forgivable portion of the loan, and now they've got to finance that at 5% with the government. Yeah. So when you're uh, you're looking at all this, uh, Mark, you know, and and, uh, you know, um, there's been many different uh, groups out there like yourselves and like the Canadian Federation of Independent Business has raised the alarm on this. Uh, You know, obviously, you're all calling for the government to uh, extend that deadline. Why aren't they listening, man? (laughs) You know what? You know, we we know that the small business is uh, kind of the engine 
uh, you know, economic engine of this country, and it's uh, it's so important to the well-being of this country. Uh, you know, why is this continuing to happen? Well, I guess, you know, maybe there's people in Ottawa that live in a bit of a bubble and don't understand. They thought, okay, COVID's over, everything's back yeah. to normal. But certainly everything's not back to normal for certainly the restaurant industry. And we've been one of the most severely impacted from the pandemic and one of the slowest to recover. Only arts and entertainment are recovering uh, yeah. more slowly than the restaurant industry. So we even said, why don't you even just do a carve out for, uh, you know, those most impacted and and have sh can demonstrate that they haven't really recovered yet. And uh, but unfortunately, we got this hard no and, and it doesn't appear that they're going to be doing anything. So uh, what we are now focusing on is, well, what else can you do to help lower the costs? Because, yeah. uh, you know, we're telling all governments at all levels, please do no further harm. We just can't afford any more cost increases at, at this fragile yeah. time when we've got 53 percent of our industry that's not making any money right now. And that yeah. compares to just 12 percent before the pandemic. Yeah. And as you mentioned, you know, the, the costs and everything are going up, everything from, you know, the payroll taxes that businesses are doing, the carbon tax, uh, you name it, and then just the fixed costs of electricity, boom, all that type of stuff. How do, how do businesses or restaurants survive in this environment these days? And what's the future of the industry? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, we've, in our member forecast, they're they're not expecting great things in the coming year either. They're they're really concerned. They had lower profitability in 23 than in 22. Uh, and, and of course, just these cumulative effects are, are just making it really difficult. However, we are a resilient industry. You know, we've had uh, the whole industry change a lot, Mario, as well. You know, the whole, since the pandemic, the, the focus on takeout and delivery is, is much stronger. So, for example, before the pandemic, the average full-service restaurant maybe did about 12% of their sales in, in takeout and delivery. That's now up to 38%. The difficulty is, of course, it's it's a lot more difficult to make a, a profit on takeout and delivery meals. There's just very little margin in for the industry, but they've been forced to do that. That's what our guests are demanding. So we're trying as best as possible to accommodate their needs. But of course, governments are making even that more difficult with all the environmental regulations and single-use plastics, et cetera. Uh, so uh, we've got to look for for alternative ways to, to do takeout and delivery. And I think what the industry is sort of learning is, you know, the more successful restaurant of the future, I think, is going to have a smaller footprint. It's going to be less seating, uh, a, a dedicated area for takeout and delivery, uh, and, and right now, the, I think you're just seeing a transformation of the industry into, uh, uh, you know, a, a much more strategic thinking, forward thinking, proactive industry. Uh, you know, you can't just open your doors and they will come. You have to do a yeah. lot more work and a lot more marketing uh, in order to, to be successful in this new restaurant world. But uh, uh, it, it's no question a challenge. But uh you know, we've been resilient. And as long as people are looking for places to go for social gatherings and, and to have their meals, uh, you know, hopefully we will always be in business because uh, that there is the, going to be the demand there. But there's no question that's, you know, an already challenging industry with low margins is is really in a difficult circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, the one thing that amazes me, and uh, as you know, I'm based in Calgary. And so I see this often is that, yeah, OK, there's there's a, a number of restaurants that close their doors, et cetera, uh, and announce they're closing, yet there's more that open, right? And uh, does it surprise you uh, that 
that even with all this uh, going on, that uh, people are still have the dream to open a restaurant? No question. And, you know, in my previous life, I was in the industry as well. So I know the passion and a lot of the reasons why people get into this industry is because of their passion for food and for, for providing service. And 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 the, the difficulty is, and, and as many people will tell you, you know, the best restaurateurs are actually accountants because it's a pennies business. And if you just manage those pennies the wrong way, it makes the difference between survival and, and unfortunately going out of business in some yeah. situations. And the last few years, though, and to your point, there's always a churn in the industry. There's always, because it is a difficult industry to make money in, there's always a churn. But the last three years have been anything but normal. So even really good operators that have been in the business for a long time, uh, who understand how it works, uh, when they're having troubles to, to try and uh, break even, even then we know that there's a, a much more systemic issue and it's not your normal, some restaurants open, some close. Yeah. Now, you're lucky, Mario, in Calgary, it's got one of the certainly best business operating environments for restaurants in the country. You know, there's no provincial sales tax or our liquor policies in Alberta are much better than in a lot of provinces. True. So Alberta's got a lot more going for it than I'd say some of the other provinces in Canada. Uh, but but still, you know, the ch those challenges exist uh, uh Wrote the country, including Alberta, uh, but but certainly in Alberta, you know, I know it's also the sort of testing ground for a lot of U.S. restaurant uh, concepts. When they come to Canada, Alberta is almost always the first place that they try and, and and make that expansion into the Canadian market. All right, super. Thanks, uh, Mark, for joining us today. My pleasure, Mario. All right, that was Mark von Schelwitz, who is uh, VP Western for Restaurants Canada. I'm Mario Tanaguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast, taking care of business today. Thanks for joining us.